Welcome to In the Weeds, a Mindscape podcast. Hey there, welcome to episode number five of season three of the In the Weeds podcast. I'm Pete Brand, Mindscape CEO and co-founder, and I'm joined by Jeff Bell, Mindscape COO. Hi, everyone. Hey there. So today we are going to be talking about marketing automation and using it to avoid human error and a bunch of other stuff. And if you think about it, like, so as human beings, we have lots of blocks that prevent us from doing effective marketing or even just communicating with our clients in a consistent way. Um, One of the first things I think about is, you know, as human beings, we kind of have ingrained within us to take the path of least resistance and uh, in other words, I like to call that just being pure lazy. Um, <laughs> and even if you're like a super achiever, achievement-oriented person, you still have a tendency to just want to be lazy and maybe not do some things. So uh, one of the nice things about marketing automation, obviously, is it helps mitigate that because it's robot and robot has none of that. And another thing it doesn't have is emotion. I think about how many times when I've talked with um, a, a particular prospect and I want to reach out to them and I and I might reach out today and I haven't heard anything back from tomorrow. And, and you know, the, the right thing to do would be to reach back out. But I'm like, oh, I don't want to be a pest. I don't want them to think that I'm overbearing or whatever. And, and everyone knows, everyone already knows you're overbearing. Oh, good, good, yeah. good, good. Yeah, Thanks, so don't, Jeff. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> but then also, like, we're all busy, man. All of us have a million things to do every single day. And it's really easy for things to, to slip through the cracks. Um, so I think Jeff, before you even say anything and, and cut me down or make some rude comment to me <laughs> again, and, and you hurt my feelings so that I need a weighted blanket so that I can feel like I'm in my safe space. They're here. I think we have some tissues in here. <laughs> okay, somewhere. good, good, good. But I'm going to jump over and, and talk about point one, because I, I think this is something that, that a lot of people don't think about, but you actually have the ability to use marketing automation to improve conversion rates. And, uh... And, and, and when you think about that, that, that seems, might seem like a foreign concept, but, but one of the beautiful things about marketing automation is it, it, involve, or it, it gives you the opportunity to be able to personalize content and not just sending an email where it says, hey, Joe, uh, let, you know, and, then, and then delivers the rest of the content and might insert Joe's name into, the, into that, but also in the web experience, you know. With marketing automation, it can drop a pixel on someone's computer the first time they ever get there. And, and if, if they've given their information, the next time they come back, that website content could change because it knows that they've been there. It knows who they are. And you literally can have the website mention them by name and welcome them back to the website. Some people will be creeped out by that. But like that evolution is happening. And, and, and if, if you do it in a way that's not creepy and you do it in a way to be able to deliver value and create a good experience so that you're delivering exactly what they need next, it can actually not be so creepy. Sure, yeah. And, and you know, one example of that, because I think a lot of times people have a hard time visualizing what, you know, a personalized web experience looks like. Because I think a lot of times people think about like those personalization tokens we we use in email or, hi, Joe, you know, we want to invite you to our, you know, next lunch and learn, whatever it happens to be. Uh, but on the web, it can be, 
more subtle than that. So for example, if maybe you've got a services area and, and you deal in, you know, uh, professional services and higher education, maybe someone fills out a form and they say, you know, one of your questions on there is what best describes you. And they say, well, I'm a, um, school leadership. Well, now you know that that is probably a person who's interested in your higher education vertical. So the next time they come back to your site uh, on your homepage, rather than just having a generic banner there, you could have a banner that was more uh, speaking to maybe there's a picture of a school in the background or a picture down the hall with kids at lockers or something like that. So it can be more subtle. You don't necessarily have to use lead information to personalize the experience. You can just shift how you're talking on that page now. So rather than talking generically about why you're so good at what you do, you can talk about why you're so good at what you do for the you know higher ed um, uh, vertical there. So right. th- just some of the ways you can use that. And then that can help uh, the conversion rates because that person now feels like you understand them better than your competition does. So, right. And that's another saying, I think in our previous episode, I said a saying that you never heard before and you acted (laughs) like it was the first time anyone in the history of the planet, but, but people buy from people they like, know, and trust. You ever heard that one? I have. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I have heard that. Good. So I like that one. Yeah. But by, by giving that, by adding that personalization, you actually show that you've taken the time to know them and 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 build that trust. So yeah, another thing too that's that's a little it can be come across as a little creepy because it's new is chatbots. Yeah, right? like if someone comes to the website and all of a sudden you have a and, and there's different types of chatbots, right? There's there well actually a chatbot is like the artificial intelligence version where some where you can actually program it and yes regular human beings and not just engineers have the ability to kind of put together a, a list of frequently asked questions that people are going to be coming to the website to potentially get asked and they can ask them what are you here for and then when they give that particular question that can trigger off a series of of kind of if then statements to ask them a bunch of other questions and, and but once somebody begins to you know ask a question that's not in that scripted account you can take it from a chat bot and hand it over to a live chat person and the whole purpose is to be able to facilitate that person accomplishing their mission as quickly and efficiently as possible because again that's another one of those things that builds that no like trust scenario so that they feel comfortable and uh, and they know that you've invested in their comfort yeah absolutely uh, another thing as far as increasing conversion rates is using remarketing. You know, if someone comes to your website today, but they don't convert, you know that there was an event in their life that triggered them to want to go and take a look and try to solve that particular problem that they're experiencing. So now what we can do is we know that they've been there and now we can trigger a series of, of either emails or ads that follow them around based on what their behavior was and based on what they were likely to be interested in. Yeah. Um, and a lot of things, you know, building off of that with remarketing, because that's done with a little tracking pixel. Uh, most all of these, if not all, uh, automation platforms actually do put that little tracking pixel on a a device. So with uh, using that, we can actually also set up notifications, right? So if let's say you're doing an outreach and you want a contact to actually come to your website, 
um, you can send them a tracked email. Uh, and once they click on that and they go to a landing page, now they're a known person because we know, hey, we sent this to, you know, Pete Brand and he clicked on this link. So now we know the person visiting this website is Pete Brand. You didn't have to fill out a form. You didn't have to do anything. Uh, but we now know that um, because you visited a tracked page from a tracked email, we know who that is. And um, so with that, then we can get lead notifications from a lot of these platforms. So you could send out an email. Now we know when when you come to the website and now that allows us to reach out again, right? Like what better way as a salesperson or as a marketing person to do a, a, a reach out to somebody is when they're thinking about you. Right. So uh, another way it kind of can help with conversion. It might not be a conversion from um, your your website into maybe a content offer, but it could be a conversion in the in the sense that you're asking someone to take action and it could be taking action from an email that you sent uh, or or even from a billboard, whatever it happens to be. But um, using those little tracking pixels, we can get those lead notifications uh, and then that allows for a further dialogue with that with that prospect or contact so so one of the one of the things that that we've learned over time because we've been doing this forever right is um converting and generating a lead is great except if it doesn't move the needle in the actual sales area it doesn't do any good um and so so jeff how can you use marketing automation or, or some type of technical automation to be able to improve closing rates. Yeah, so, you know, if, if we think of converting as, you know, kind of converting them from a, a stranger into a known entity in our database with a first name, a last name, and an email address, um, the next step is to actually get them to close, become a customer. And there's a lot of things marketing automation can do here. <clears throat> uh, probably the, the, you know, at the forefront of my brain is just nurture campaigns, right? So you, maybe they convert on your website. They say, hey, I want a demo. You give them a demo uh, and then you uh, enroll them in a nurture campaign. So we just stay in front of them and maybe it's a series of three to five emails and each email maybe is talking if you're a software company, uh, maybe is talking about a feature or benefit of that piece of software so that, you know, I, I know that you didn't forget about me. I'm being kind of reinforced from the message that I probably received on the demo. Um, and then I'm probably, you know, like all of us looking at competitors throughout this time. Um, so it's, it's important to stay in front of me, uh, as, as, as the person that I've had an interaction with. And then also maybe between those marketing emails, I could get some sales emails too that are, you know, maybe asking if I had any additional questions about the software or, you know, if I've had an opportunity to further evaluate or if I'm ready to make a decision. But um, all of that is just kind of managing that relationship uh, within a, uh, ultimately what, what becomes a CRM. But, but so email nurture campaigns are probably a, the biggest one that can help on the close side. Yeah, I think especially if you if you taken the time and, and invested the the blood, sweat and tears to map out what their process and what their journey is going to be so that you can anticipate what it is they could, they're going to be looking at next. Right. Like, right. Yeah. They get that demo. But then what other elements are they going to be evaluating? Because if all of a sudden an email ends up in their box the next day and it's talking specifically 
about the next thing that they were already thinking about, you earn that trust and you and you raise that the the bar on credibility. Right. Yeah. And you know, in that software example, it could be okay. Great. I saw this software, but um, you know, how often do you have new releases? Right. Mm-hmm. So you, the next email, maybe after the demo that goes out, says, "Hey, you know, uh, last month we released." five new versions of the software, you know, they were all free updates. We released this feature. Then maybe I'm thinking, well, that's kind of cool. It looks like they update it. I wonder how their support is. And so the next email maybe that I get two, three days later is an email about, we have a 97%, um, you know, customer support rating. So um, all of those things can kind of tie in and, and build off of each other. But to Pete's point, you know, if, if you're kind of getting in front of them and mapping out, okay, from a demo, then the next thing we want to learn is, okay, how, how often do you keep the thing updated? And then maybe it's customer support. How much support can I get? Are you available 24 seven, whatnot? So uh, all of that can, can go in and, and be automated through a nurture campaign. Um, and then using those uh, tracking pixels, again, we can get notifications when leads come back. That can also be used for closing. So let's say, you know, once we're tracking a, a lead in our system, we know when they come back to the website, we know when they open emails. So again, what better way as a salesperson uh, to reach out to someone or what better time to reach out to someone than when they're thinking about you, right? When they open your email or when they visit a website, it's a great time to just shoot them another email or give them a call and say, hey, I just want to touch base with you, uh, see if there's any questions I can ask. And more often than not, you'll hear, oh my gosh, I was just looking at your email, I'm ready to give you a call. I mean, that's pretty cool, right? So another way you can do that. Um, and then just from an, again, we're talking about marketing automation here. So tasks and reminders, uh, to help close, uh, deals just to make sure things don't fall through the cracks, right? We all get busy. Um, I mean, shoot, Pete and I were just on the road a couple days. I was had vacation before that. I'm still digging out from under email. Um, and, uh, we all get busy. And so tasks and reminders can help, uh, can be built in to help automate or at least personalize and make sure that we're, we're staying in front of the right deals at the right time. So uh, a lot of that um, can, can be used for that. And, and overall, kind of the last thing with helping close is lead intelligence, right? When you have a contact record and, and this system is collecting all these touch points, all the email opens and sends and, um, you know, clicks and visits and form fills and all of this stuff, that lead intelligence is being gathered and compiled into one place. It's a gold mine to help close uh, an opportunity when you can see, oh my gosh, they, they did a demo. Uh, they came back to the website. I sent them an email. Uh, they opened that email. They actually replied. They asked a question. I answered it with this email. Uh, then I gave him a phone call. The outcome was that he's interested but isn't ready for a month. So I scheduled a task for three weeks later, and then I followed up. All of this lead intelligence is getting gathered in one place, and it's a goldmine for salespeople to 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 just look through maybe either right before a phone call or before sending an email um all of it's being gathered automatically you don't have to enter things uh and and it's uh, it's wonderful for it to increase those close rates but uh so we talked about increasing conversion rates through marketing automation we were just talking about increasing close rates 
And so the last one really here is how do you delight customers? Um, again, email obviously is a big one here. Um, maybe it's a customer's only promotion. So once you become a customer, uh, we send emails out once a quarter or something uh, or social posts just to customers or just to Facebook fans or uh, just people who follow us on Instagram, whatever, uh, for you know a certain percent off um, the last order that the last thing you ordered or a certain percent off for um, you know, your next order, whatever, but, um, you know, you can do a lot of, uh, customer only promotions through email automation. Um, you know, customer service is another big one. Yeah. I've got a, a there's, there's two, uh, especially related to customer service. I have a couple different things that I think of, um, because obviously at Mindscape, we're always thinking about the end to end experience, right? Attract, convert, close and delight. And one of the things that's most frustrating to me, because surveys are a great way to be able to, to get feedback because it sends a signal to that customer. I mean, they've, 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 they've made the decision, they've purchased your product, they begin consuming your product, and then they never hear from you again. Like a lot of people, they don't ever reach out. But if you do happen to send a survey out to them at first, they're probably thinking, man, this is awesome. I, I received a survey. They actually want me to give feedback. A lot of the time they'll ignore it unless they're angry and then they'll fill it out or unless they had a great experience, then they'll fill it out. But it sends that signal. Now, I can't stand it when I get a survey from an organization and I share my feedback, either positive or negative, And all I hear is crickets. Like there needs to be some follow up and you want to be able to, you know, validate the fact of whether they were feeling pain or whether they were feeling exuberance over the experience, you want them to know that they've been heard and that you appreciate them regardless of the feedback that they give. So automation can definitely build that in so that we don't forget to follow up. And, and another thing is, is just like you can, you can automate NPS scores to be able to find out how the overall sentiment of your organization is. You can set up social monitoring to let you know when people are talking about your products, their experience, your brand, people within your organization that they've dealt with, because you want to keep a finger on the pulse of the overall sentiment out there that's that's being, you know, what people are sharing and what they're saying about your organization. So if that's the case, you can use automation to make sure that things don't get missed and that those are brought to your attention immediately. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, some, again, I'm going to go back to chatbots here on the delight side because a lot of these chatbot platforms can actually communicate with other APIs. Uh, there's an application programming interface, uh, just a way for one computer to talk to another. So if you have a um, maybe a, a ticketing software or a um, you know something where you, uh, even even like WooCommerce where you've got order numbers, you could have a chat bot on there that says you know how can I help you today? And one of the options is I need an update on my order. And they click on that button and it says, all right, what's your order number? You type your order number in, an API call gets set off and queries WooCommerce and says, you know, uh, you know, uh, released to shipping floor or something. And uh, then the chatbot says, okay, well, I've just looked at our system and the status is released to shipping floor. Um, is there anything else I can help you with, right? So they were able to immediately get that answer, service themselves, 
and, and really that's the future uh, that we're going to for right or for wrong is people want to self-service. The more they can self-service, the better because then the time is in their control, not in someone else's control. And they can do it, you know, when they're on the bus, on the train, um, you know, in the living room between, uh, you know, during commercials, <laughs> whatever it happens to be. But um, but anyway, that's uh, that's about it on the delight side. And uh, and I think that's uh, that'll probably do it for this episode here. So we were talking about marketing automation, how to avoid human error, uh, among other things. And we talked about ways to use marketing automation to increase conversion rates. Uh, there's chatbots and personalization, notifications, remarketing. We talked about how to increase close rates through th- nurture emails. Again, notifications, tasks, and reminders, and, and that whole lead intelligence piece. And then delighting customers through email nurture campaigns, automated feedback from surveys and, and that type of stuff. And then uh, again, chatbots on that site. So uh, that'll do it for this episode. Pete, take us out. All right. Make sure to head on over and check out our website at wearemindscape.com forward slash in the weeds to see a list of previous episodes and and even leave some comments and let us know what you like, what you don't like, or what you might want to see or hear in the future. Uh, You can also visit our social channels at the profile We Are Mindscape. And again, if you want to share any feedback, please use the hashtag in the weeds podcast. Or just go ahead and send us an email at in the weeds at wearemindscape.com and we'll be sure to uh, take your feedback and use that for any future episodes. Thanks again for tuning in and look forward to hearing you or seeing you on the next one. Bye, everyone.